What a field day for the heat. What's going on, party people? A thousand Brian Jump, in the street. SCI PDR Marketing Podcast, Million Dollar PDR Podcast. Inside. How you been? Mostly say, Hopefully good. For our side. It's time we stop. Oh. Hey, what's, what's that, that sound? sound? So what's going on? Gonna dump this music down a little bit. How you been? Everything good? Today is Monday. It is December 5th. Hopefully you had a kick-ass weekend. Did you get your Christmas lights up? Did you uh, get your Christmas tree up? Um, what else? What other stuff? I mean, if you got kids, you need to have that stuff in play, buddy. So if you're kind of lagalicious, <clears throat> I think the playbook says you're supposed to have this stuff up the day after Thanksgiving if you have kids. I think that's the law. Um, kind of like the fake law. But yeah, I mean, come on. Get with it, man. If you've got kids, you better have some decors up, better have your tree. And uh, you should already have your, their lists by now. And um, start watching movies, you know, just kind of do things to instill or incite the, the holidays. Go out and see some snow. If you don't live in a snow area, if you do, just walk outside. Evan up in Canada, I bet you got some snow right now, don't you? Um, I would think. What else? What else? What else? What's going on, man? Um, we got two students coming in tomorrow, which is going to be good. Looking forward to that. Um, let me see if I can't dump this music here. Where is this coming from? Bear with me one second, guys. Huh. I don't even know. Can't find it. It's Phantom Music. Very weird. Hmm. Very weird, very weird. Can't find where I get my music source from. Bear with me one second. Huh. That's cray. Oh, I figured it out. My bad. There it is. I have Sirius. Dude, Sirius XM is awesome, by the way. If you guys have it. If you're on the road as a PDR tech or you got a shop, man, it's it's a great way to modulate your music and kind of play stuff that might kind of work for your clients. It's badass, man. I love it. Love it. You can. It's just programming and uh, you get the kind of music that you want playing in there for the most part. Every now and then a, a weird song might kind of flow through. Just like you wouldn't. It's a wild card, right? You're going to get that on the radio, but... But uh, no, I love Sirius, man. I've had this now for about three or four months and would never go back. But anyway, so I was saying we have two students coming in. Um, God, I wish I, memory uh, slips my mind. I think one's coming from Florida and they're both out of state. So this is going to be interesting. Hopefully these guys can acclimate. The weather's been great here in SoCal. I mean, we're pushing low to high 60s, daytime, nights, 40s to 50s. Not too shabs for, for December, right? Yesterday was almost 70. It was sunshine. It was just like nice. Um, we've had a lot of lot of heavy hits, a lot of body work, a lot of big dents. Um, haven't had a lot of small dents. I did get a decent one on a, a 9-11 yesterday, um, 475 for you know a solo dent in the quarter. Um, those damn plastic uh, quarter panel wheel well liners, man, they're so damn thick. It's just you just have to beat with your ass with those things and. 
I mean, you pretty much should pull the wheel off just to get into a quarter panel, which just kind of sucks. But, And I would have done it, but the guy... I mean, when you jack those things up, they're already so low that you don't get much wheel drop in them, you know? But he had wheel locks, of course. So I didn't want to dick around with those and go fish through the car for the little the wheel lock key and all that fun stuff. So anyway, yeah, it all, all was good though. But yeah, I'm looking forward to the two students. We'll hopefully get them on the pod. I wasn't able to get my last one on. Um, I'll tell you this. I didn't really talk to you guys much about Rawl. And for those of you that are listening, they're former students, no, no disrespect, but this guy was probably top five all time. Um, and I've had some damn good students come through, you know, uh, auto body techs that just inherently have skills. And I, I was jealous. I hated this guy. I hated him. I loved him at the same time. I mean, I'd cuss him out and then I'd give him a hug, you know. So just because I was jealous, you know. I mean, you know, not not truly to the sense of the word. I mean, I admired him that he had that just a natural intrinsic skill. So here we are watching or listening to World Cup while we're training. He's Hispanic. Um, so he loved it. You know, I think I think there's certain cultures that kind of international cultures. I think most U.S. citizens in general don't like or don't care, just are ambivalent to soccer, right, or football. So, but uh, he root for Mexico because his his home country, I guess you'd say, whatever the home team. Um, but uh, that was kind of fun, do running that 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 narrative through training. But the guy just kicked ass. I mean, I literally I told him like, look, and I put him on some customer cars, but he's really literally ready to go back home and uh, um, start pushing dents. For, he works for Calibers. And I'll tell you right now, if he does his shit right, he'll be out of Caliber soon. But um, yeah, just just a phenom. Just right at the gate, pushing creases and body lines. It's like, what? So very few things I, I was able to kind of trip him up on. Certain access points. Um, natural lighting didn't even seem to throw him off. Whale tails, yeah, those kind of those are kind of like the equalizer. A lot of times people don't really just rock and roll on, on whales. But anyway, so yeah, that, that got kicked ass. But anyway, um, we've got the nine days of Christmas tutorials. Um, I'm going to give you guys gifts every basically podcast that we got coming up in the next uh, couple weeks, few weeks until Christmas. Um, we've already gone over a couple, actually. I didn't really talk, talk to you guys about it being um, the nine days of Christmas, which would have been closer to 12 or 13. But um, these are basically tutorials that will cover nice PDR upsells that you guys can consider. Um, we're going to talk about how to uh, get away from the commodity of, of your PDR business. Don't be a commodity because then you can't really – there's no justification for charging more money or differentiating. Why should I use you over company A, B, C, or D? Well, that's part of not being a commodity, isn't it? You have to be unique. Um, and having uh, bundles basically with these other services is one way to do it. So uh, we already went over paint polishing and alloy, alloy wheel repair last week. Hopefully you guys found value in that. I know I find value in using those services in my business. It definitely helps me uh, stay away from just being a simple commodity, just a, just a solo one-man band dent guy. So definitely helpful. Um, we're also going to have, hopefully this week, in between the regular uh, podcast episodes, Robert Rucker. I was hoping to get him on last week, and he was ready. I, it was my fault. We had... Too much work. We were down a man this week. He was sick, uh, Jared. So um, I had to jump in and help our our the paint processing. Um, and, and then luckily Jake helped out with some dents. Jake uh, Dent for Hire did a great job on a couple cars that came through. Um, I mean, we've been so busy. I don't know if you ever follow us on social, but we haven't even been posting on social this last week. I think I put up a Thanksgiving 
freaking peanuts in that deal. And that was it because we just, like I said, trying to keep up. Um, the wife's been pretty, pretty nice about it. But I mean, uh, we were in Saturday and Sunday this last week. Uh, if that tells you anything about how we're trying to stay ahead of the curve. This next week, I think it's kind of, we can take our foot off the gas. I think we're going to be a little bit lighter. So uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We've got a lot of people coming in for estimates on Saturday. But but uh, but anyway, um, so we're going to have Robert Rucker, uh, a former Mercedes-Benz factory PDR tech, good friend of mine. I, I, I hope he would call me the same. Uh, a good PDR friend, at least. Um, he literally lived across the street from me for, for several years with his family and, and then later on uh, moved out of state. But We'll talk about his unique training in Germany uh, with Mercedes. We'll talk about his tools that he used back then and much more. I mean, just such a, a unique perspective. I mean, I, I, this is my 30th year. He's been doing 34 and he's still going strong. You know, he's out in South Carolina. I think he's 56, 57 years old. So think about that. What was he, 22, 23 when he first learned it? So pretty young pup. Um, so yeah, so hopefully we'll get him on, uh, I think I've got him teed up for either tomorrow or Tuesday. So, uh, and just a super good cat. If you ever, I mean, he's such a nice guy, uh, just, just super sweet. So anyway, some people call him Bobby, but yeah, um, I believe he's got an Instagram. He doesn't post up a lot. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, just a super, he doesn't really need to, he does his dealers, he does his hail. You'll, you'll hear all about it. So. So anyway, so what we're going to go over the those tutorials for the, over the next few weeks, you can look forward to, um, and tune in for, and I'll have them labeled out on all the podcasts. But we'll do basic ceramic applications. We'll talk about some cool uh, <clears throat> professional uh, tips that only a lot of the the big names, some of the franchises, if you will, or the licensed uh, ceramic people don't. They probably wouldn't want you to know. So I'll I'll share that. Um, we'll talk about uh, just basic paint touch up. A lot of people do it. Some people don't. Um, we'll talk about some uh, some secrets that you can use on that. Um, key scratch repairs. We'll talk same same idea with those. Basically cutting and buffing. I'm not going to talk about filling it and puttying and blending and all that stuff. Just the basics. Um, interior repair. Just basics. Once again, this is we're not going to do like full, you know, virtual training on recon. But but we'll tell you the basics on interior like like cigarette burns or seat redyes and stuff like that. Uh, PPF, same idea. Trim blackouts. A lot of cars come with chrome trim. Still, the manufacturers don't realize that a lot of people don't want chrome, especially on newer cars. Chrome looks good on classics, not necessarily on a lot of the new cars. Uh, windshield repair. Yep, basic windshield repair. Plastic bumper dents. A lot of you guys probably do it. I'll bet you a few of you don't. So, Or maybe you do and you'll hear some things that you didn't think about. So... Um, it served us well, hopefully it'll serve you. And then lastly, window tinting. So a lot of good stuff, a lot of good stuff coming up. So I think you guys will like it. Um, they're freebies. Like I said, I mean, I, when people come to learn this stuff at the school, we charge thousands. So you get it for the amazing low price, 50% off, uh, Groupon coupon free. So yeah, not too bad, huh? All right, cool. So on today's topic. So Partnering with local businesses. Yes, shacking up in bed, getting in there, just getting nasty with a local business. You know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about porno with another business. Yes. So as much as I can kind of talk about aligning but using it in kind of like a relationship way. Um, imagine instead of hunting for customers, you aligned your business with another who already has a big book of your customer, your ideal avatar. Wow. 
Never thought of that, Brian. Well, you, you probably have, and I'm sure you probably already are doing it, but I'm just kind of trying to bring this to the surface of the water, have it kind of shoot out of the ocean, if you will. These are customers who have cars that are worth doing, right? Certain cars are are not our customers, are they? I mean, we, we know these people. They have dents. I had a guy come in over the weekend. Uh, his, they both drive Volkswagens, and they're, they're well-to-do. These are former uh, Silicon Valley uh, retirees living in Laguna Beach, but they're pinching. They're, they're, you know, they're trying to keep their nest egg. They both, he drove a Volkswagen Eos, if you remember what that was, little like Easter egg basket car with a convertible top. And she drove a Volkswagen Beetle hardtop. And he walked around and showed me a bunch of dents on his Eos and scraped bumpers on both sides and even in the front, charcoal colored. I'm like, he's like, yeah, I've been driving these for a while. I just figured I'd get an estimate. No, don't even waste your time. That car is what, 10, 15 years old. You know, it's a Volkswagen. I'm surprised it's still running right now. You're not going to want to spend thousand. As soon as I got over the first bumper that it was going to be close to a G, it's like, oh yeah, well yeah. It's I go look. You can still drive it, huh? It doesn't even matter. I mean, I'm not going to sit there and try to talk this guy into. If you don't have the desire, you know, if you don't see the benefit, it'd be one thing if he was transactional, right? The guy's getting ready to sell or just bought it. Then, then at that turning point, I think maybe or off lease, you know. Yes, we've got we've got something to kind of fire at, but no, something like that. That's not a customer worth doing. And I'm honestly surprised that the wife came in. We polished, just polished some scratches on her bumper. She had dents in the car. I didn't even didn't even bring into her attention because why? She just it wasn't. She I could just tell they were very very. I mean, super satisfied. We went above and beyond, like I always preach that people should do. And she immediately left us a quick review. I didn't even ask for it. Didn't talk about it. But I did my best to charm her and the husband and, and uh, really nice people. But, but uh, yeah, they just, they're just not car people, which is fine, which is fine. And their cars aren't, they're not really my ideal avatar. If, if, if I was going to bucket them, I'd bucket them in the very low last 10% of maybe would use our service. And she spent 150 bucks to, to polish some scratches out on a bumper, which is fine. And I, I appreciate their business. Don't get me wrong, but they're not our ideal avatar. So going back to hunting for partners, you're hunting for people that have cars that the customers know are worth doing. More of a luxury segment, if you will. It doesn't have to always be luxury. It could be an average middle class segment, but new or transactional, right? I mean, those cars those people have were kind of middle low income, even though they're upper income, but they're trying they're trying to save their money, which I get it. Case in point, 2012 Yaris. Pretty much the turd of the Toyota sedan line, right? I mean, it is just bare bones. It's like on the Nissan side, it'd be the Versa. Um, Volkswagen would probably be the Tiguan. Every every manufacturer has a car that they it's their lost leader. You know, Ford had the Focus. I don't even know what they got now. I don't think Ford's even selling cars anymore, right? Jesus. Maybe it's the Mustang. I don't know. So... This guy comes in and I he calls me and I'm just like, you know, no, I didn't even want to waste my time. I mean, I did thinking that maybe, you know, maybe this guy is going to be a breakout guy. He's not. He had oxidation all over the roof, all over the back. The car had been sitting outside its entire life because they didn't give a shit. It's a fucking Yaris, right? It's a $1,500 car or whatever. And he's thinking he's, well... We're thinking about fixing this up. My mother-in-law died, and it's got low miles. It's forty-five thousand miles on it. And I'm thinking, 
You know, it's a $14,000 car. And I'm thinking to myself, you're fucking nuts. I think that's more than that thing costs new. Um, yeah, when the car market was red hot six months ago, you probably would have got some good money for it. And I say good money, I'm thinking five to seven grand. Now, with all the oxidized paint and damage all over it, no. Well, how much would it be to fix these bumpers and paint the roof and da-da-da-da? It was close to like three grand. And I'm thinking to myself, he's like, well, I'm going to go talk to the wife. I'm like, yeah, you go talk to the wife. Meanwhile, that whole estimating process, I think I gave him maybe four or five minutes of my of my time, right? Why? Because that's that's what the car deserved. And, you know, that's what the customer for with that car deserved. It's just not... It's not my customer. So when you're partnering, this whole diatribe is about you looking for businesses that are going to be aligned with the PDR segment. And we all kind of know what, if you've been in this game for a while, if you're new, you're you're going to learn. You're going to see people that are just going to say, oh, heck no. You know, I thought dents were, they popped out and they were 50 bucks. No, they don't. Here, here's a, we had a really good conversation with Vadim, my former Ukrainian student the other day, and we were talking about why people don't understand how much body work costs. When you go buy a taco or you go buy, uh, these are consumables, you go buy a you know a burger, just fast food or whatever, or a meal, everybody kind of knows what a taco should cost because they, or burgers or sandwich, you know, Jersey Mike's, whatever. We all have an idea what normal price range is because we consume these things on a regular basis. How often do you go to a body shop? How often do you get dents taken out? The average person very very unoften, okay, not frequently. So how would they know? They don't. So maybe they had it done 20 years ago, 30 years ago, whatever. Oh yeah, we were in a crash, you know, when my baby was first born. Now my kids are out of the house, and you know, or when I was a teenager, we got, you know, I remember I needed a paint job on my dad's Galaxy, and it was 500 bucks at, you know, one day paint and body or Earl Scheib or some shit. Companies don't even exist anymore. You know, I thought. Yeah, that's what the ERS guy said. Well, you know, oh wow, it's three grand to paint two bumpers, a roof, and a and a hood or something. And I'm like, yeah. Well, how much would it be to paint the whole car? Oh, I don't know, fifty-five, six grand starting. Holy wow. Well, yeah. Guess what? It's 2023, motherfucker. Let's wake up. Okay, everything costs more. Milk isn't fifty cents. Gas isn't a dollar anymore, and neither is bodywork. But people just don't realize. They don't. They don't catch up with the times on all these infrequent type of transactions. Okay, so that's why sometimes it, it's it's a little bit of a jump sometimes when we try to get people, you know, to, to spend the right money on, on a sizable dent, you know, or or paint and body or whatever, if, if you might be doing that too like we are. But either way. So anyway, moving on. So 16, I've got 16. I got sweet 16 for you guys uh, to coin a basketball term. We're going to go over the sweet 16 of ideas or uh, segments you, always actionable on my podcast, baby, you can use to get new business. These are partners, okay? You have to give them something of value. You're not going to just waltz in, slap a business card, which I don't even use business cards anymore, but if you want, go right ahead. I'm not going to use a business card and, and say, hey, you know, give me your customers. You, know, you, you damn well better give them something equal value or more okay so 16 so first off dealerships this is something like what I'm talking about but I'm still going more towards retail dealers have the right kind of dealers have your customers <coughs> pardon me so I'm not talking uh, big owls you know fat sleds and and motorcycles no I'm talking you know franchise stores yes but that's not even really what I'm 
I'm, that's not really included in my list here, but it does. It gives you an idea of the alignment. Okay, they through service, through fleet, through new and used, all those those departments within a dealership are opportunities because those are new cars or new purchases, <clears throat> and that's when a person typically a buyer has has a more uh, value state of mind with their vehicle and they want it to normally look better. If a car gets a dent, it's it's a graph. Okay, from day one, high priority high uh, pain point that they're going to want to uh, solve for, right, and fix it, and then take that graph and then extrapolate it out a year, five years, ten years, much lower pain point, right, to the point where they're just like, oh, I got that dent when the car was new, and somehow they were able to survive it and never fixed it, and so why, how important is it now, three years later, or, or two years, like the EOS guy, right, the VW guy, it's not, it's not at all, so that's why dealers, it's timely. That's why they need to fix most of their dents. And the customers who are going to have the cars around, assuming they just bought, you know, or leased, maybe it's in for service and it's a newer car. If it's an older car, no, not so much, maybe. So, so new plays, doesn't it? But anyway, um, after dealers, of course, body shops. These are still kind of what I consider wholesale. Um, same idea. The car is getting fixed, but the car could be a piece of shit. A lot of times, cars are at body shops, but they're still old junk. You know, what's the chance of you doing other dance around the car when it's getting done for free, getting paid by insurance? Very little. The buy shop might use you for, for blend panels or might use you to actually work on the actual damage. But the customer is not going to probably come out of pocket, you know, unless it's a two-party repair and somebody's, uh, you know, they're, they're, somebody's paying for the actual damage. But let's go, let's get more into like the juicy retail stuff that I consider. These are companies you could part with or partner with. How about tinting companies? Okay, and you might be thinking, well, tinting's glass and we deal with the body. So, Brian, that I don't see how that's going to really work. I, I, get, I get how you would think that, especially if you, and honestly, that would have been my opinion maybe eight, ten years ago. But I happen to have a window tinter in our, our business center, our strip center. Super nice people. And what they do is when, when people come in to get their car tinted, they walk around the cars and take notes of the damage. Okay. And then what they'll do is, and a lot of times people will act like, well, I didn't even know I had that scratch. I didn't know I had that dent or whatever, right? So, you know, even in the interior, they'll, they'll point out stuff and they say, oh, yeah, you know what? And then they'll hand them one of our service cards. And they're not business cards. These are like, like five by seven or, or seven by nine, uh, like service menu cards to talk about what we do. And she's like, if you want, I can have Brian just across the, you know, the, the lot here come by and give you an estimate if you want to get that stuff fixed. And a lot of times they do. Sometimes they don't. But the nice thing about it is, is they're selling for us indirectly, and they're at the same time they're covering their ass, and that's this is really what what car washes and, and detail centers should do as well, and a lot of times they don't. The smart ones do, and that's why if you you know when I worked on this list and you think about what's my angle, how can I provide value? That's exactly how you provide value. When they have somebody that's got these damages, they're they're going to basically partner up with somebody that, so these things can get fixed. It makes them look like they're in a more uh, advantageous position for the customer. It, you're just serving the customer, trying to give them the most value, you know, um, and and more. So anyway, so tending companies, they work. And we we give pretty much a couple, of, one to two estimates a day for each of these tending companies that are near us. Okay. And then what percentage do I close? You're probably asking. Uh, one out of four, one out of five. You know, a lot of the cars are older. A lot of the cars are newer. A lot of people are getting tent because they just got the car. You know, so people are either replacing tint, aka older car, or they're getting new tint, 
aka newer car. Newer ones are going to close, and it goes back to what I was going on my diatribe earlier about the value of the car to the customer, what, what they would put money at versus being older. Next one up on the list, wrap companies. You know, uh, same thing. Same, wrap companies or PPF, same thing. People, will, the good businesses will walk the car. Dents show up. They're sometimes even magnified when it gets wrapped. So they'll say, okay, I've got a service. Would you like to have these dents taken out before we wrap it? A lot of people say yes. Some people would even say no. Imagine a, uh, a commercial vehicle like a, a plumbing truck. They may not care about the dents, you know, especially door dings. Big dents, they probably will. But door dings, eh, maybe not. But wrap companies and PPF will give you business, okay? Moving down the list, mobile bumper guys, okay? The guys that just do plastic. These guys are, are should be walking cars as well, so they're not getting banged. A lot of guys don't, and guess what? Somebody's going to get a free dent removed because they're going to they're going to bang on you. You know, if you're a mobile bumper guy, if you don't, uh, you know, take note of it and bring it to the customer's attention. We had this even happen just doing dents. Raw, one of my former students, was running our studio a couple years back when I was out chasing hail during the COVID year, the first year, and we had a jet. I'll never forget it. And they went to pick up the Jetta, and we did dents on the one side. They said, well, these dents on the other side weren't there. And we're all like, yeah, they were. I saw them, Brian. I'm like, did you bring it to his attention? Uh, no, I didn't. I just didn't. They were small. I didn't think he wanted to do them. Well, there's your mistake. You got a note on the on the estimate form, pre-existing damage. If you don't, we're fucked. We can end up having it. And we did. We took them out. And the guy was like, it was obvious, I believe, because he was so hostile about it. He wasn't like, matter of fact, oh, man, what happened here? No, it's like, well, before they looked at the work he did, they ran right over to the other side. Like, it was already like a setup game, right? So you, you got to walk your cars and no, no pre-existing damage. All right? So that's why wrap companies and PPF work. Mobile bummer guys, same idea. Car wash centers who have detail centers only. I wouldn't go to just a straight-up car wash. I wouldn't go to a self-wash. Um, you know, the gas station style or the other ones where you just have the pressurized, um, you know, the pressure washer bullshit. Um, but car wash, car wash centers who have detail centers, those are potential customers. People, I always say car wash customers are not necessarily our customers. They usually aren't. Okay. But detail center customers are not, it's, it's like 5% versus 90%. Okay. Moving on automotive warranty companies. Okay, a lot of those will already have dent warranties packaged in. Some don't. And it goes back to the same thing. It's probably a 90-10. 10% of those people will potentially use you. The other 90 won't. But in, in total sum, those are a lot of people that automotive warranties are sold to. So it would be a good company or a good industry to, to team up with. And heck, who knows? Maybe an add you know, a dent warranty to their, their deal. Okay, automotive inspection companies. Once again, these guys go out and either pre-sale, post-sale, um, lease return, blah, 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 all that stuff. And they're they're private. They're independent. Get with those guys and see if you can't get referrals. Some will do it. Some won't. But the idea is, once again, they're around cars. They're telling them, talking about damage, just like the inspectors at these other businesses are trying to do to cover their ass. Well, guess what? You'll, you'll be able to, we, we get business from these guys. So I'm just telling you guys. It served us well. Private auto leasing companies. Not all leases are done through dealers. There's a lot of independents still. Um, and and I, I say this, I'll bring up this lady. Her name is Ling. And she's uh, over in England in the UK. And she's got a crazy website. She's really wacky. And she's just, she's do, working in a commodity business. But she's not a commodity. Because she's, she's using her personality to differentiate. 
and she's got people there. The phones are ringing off the hook. She's doing millions of dollars a year in automotive leases. And I'm not when I say automotive leases, I'm not talking uh, the value of the car as millions of dollars. That yeah, that'd be easy to achieve, right? No, I'm talking about millions of dollars in revenue to her. So she's killing it. If you look up uh, Ling L I N G, and you want to see a pretty wacky website, and and that's you know, it's not somebody. I'm, well, I'm saying yeah, you could partner with her potentially. You know, if the cars ever come in with dents, but the idea is. Even in the packet when they deliver a leased car, you could have, hey, if your car gets damaged, this is the company we, we recommend, you know. So automotive is, uh, I'm sorry, private auto leasing companies like Ling, if you happen to be in the UK, whatever. So, um, but there's a ton over here in the States, you know, car 1-800, uh, what is it, Auto Buy Tell, there's a, there's a bunch that are still around. Um, mobile detailers. And or just detail centers. We have some de just straight up detail centers out here, especially near the high end areas like Newport. Um, yeah, those those are customers that are going to want to have their dance taken out. Um, detailers. I like to incentivize. A lot of times these guys don't want any money, um, but and it's just so weird. I mean, a lot of detailers. I don't know if they're just stupid or they're lazy, but it's free easy money. It's like why are you detailing? You know, you, are you doing it because you love it? I mean, how about do it because you're trying to make money, and if you can upsell a dent, make an extra hundred bucks per dent, shit, I would do it. You know, so mobile detailers, but just just know that some of the guys aren't going to want any money. Um, car clubs, yes. People are generally pretty particular about the condition of their car, and there's infinite types of brands, right, and car clubs. I would recommend staying away from the classics. Not that there's anything wrong with them, but they're just more problematic and the dents are just going to be more work because of the paint, right? And the metal and the access. So stick with the newer model stuff if you want If you want Big Bri's opinion on that. Moving down this list, guys, nothing but value. It's key, I keep freaking punching. I keep swinging. Here it goes. Here comes an uppercut. Okay, the major off-road off outfitters, like a Rebel off-road, you might be thinking, well, shit, man, these guys are going to hammer these these Jeeps and lifted trucks and stuff. Why would they? No, they care. Sometimes these guys treat their trucks better than they treat their wives, you know, and and I get that, though, because I've seen some of their wives. Just kidding, kind of. Not kidding. Um, but uh, no, the... Uh, the off, the, they're not causing damage to the cars, but they might, once again, they're going to walk around and note the damage and use you once again if there's damage. But also, these guys do go off-road. Sometimes they they have uh, scratches from brush. You know, they might want to do ceramic installs, all kinds of stuff, So or PPF. So there is a lot of money to be had from the off-road uh, outfitters, the, the install guys. Okay, so let's see. Moving down the list. Where was I? Da, 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 da. Here we go. Uh, luxury service companies. Um, so independent away from dealers who service, let's say BMW, Porsche, Mercedes, blah, blah, blah. Yes. These guys are usually, the cars are a little bit older. Typically people realize to get away from the dealers. There's the dealerships, if you will, to not get freaking had. And they, they'll still spend money on, on their, their classic Mercedes or Older Beamer, not as much as the newer stuff per se, but I'm telling you right now, there's still money to be had. I mean, you could, could pick up a couple of jobs a week from a good, busy, private luxury service uh, repair shop. Um, moving on, limo, either manufactured or just just uh, the ones who actually have the fleet. We actually do a couple um, manufacturers out here in California, but I'm, I'm believing talking about the guys that just have the fleet just to maintain the quality, the private livery. 
image is everything. And there's a lot of private guys that might just, they might just have one. Um, I've trained a couple guys that, that owned liveries and, uh, it's about image, you know, image is everything with these guys. So they don't want any paint damage. They don't want any dents, scratches. They, they want to be impeccable because it's the image to their client. That's why they're paying for the service to begin with, right? To look, you know, outstanding. So there's a lot of money behind those guys and you, there's no reason to go cheap. Another one's fleets. This one's massive out of everything I've thrown at you guys. Fleets probably poses the biggest upside potential. Um, I'm not even going to go into the different types of fleets, but I'm telling you right now, it's something you need to look into and a ton of money, ton of money. Um, I did say car clubs earlier. I'm also not now going to say car shows, which car clubs might be at the car shows, but the car shows itself, if you act as a sponsor, just saying, or you parked your van or your nice service truck out there and it's all wrapped up, you're probably going to get some business. Uh, the ports and marshalling yards. Uh, so let's say the BMW delivers their cars into uh, the Port of Los Angeles or, or San Pedro. Okay, well, those cars need to be uh, stored on, on the tarmac before they're picked up by the transport trucks and taken off to uh, either a VPC center where they're going to be cleaned up, or if they're coming from VPC, then they're going to go straight out to the dealers. So either way, those cars get damaged. Those cars have problems. They need your help. They need your love. Go give those cars some love. Um, lots of opportunity at the ports and the marshalling yards. Um, I'm not going to go into how to get to those accounts, um, but if anybody's got any questions, you know, I'm always here to help. So any one of these things I mentioned to you guys are five, five, maybe six-figure monthly, depending on how hard and how wide and deep you want to freaking take it. You know, new new income to you, and that's that's pretty massive. Um, you might be saying, well, how is a, a car club going to be five figures? You know, thousands of dollars. Well, let's just think. If you had Porsche, BMW, Audi. Uh, who else? Maybe, uh, the JDM guys, you know, that right there between all those guys, you're going to be doing, you could do a couple cars a week for, you know, for any of those guys. And there's different chapters too. So there's a lot of ways to dive deep into this stuff. So if you want to go crazy, it's just about how the opportunity is there, right? You got it. You got to freaking pounce on it. And if you take advantage and do the right thing and treat it as a real good opportunity, you're going to crush Anyway, guys, 35 minutes in. Wow. Didn't mean to go this long. I appreciate you guys, man. Thanks for tuning in. That's it. I'm going to jump. I got these students coming in today. So, and yeah, I did. That pun was intended. I'm going to jump as in Brian. So have yourself a great Monday, man. I appreciate your ears. I appreciate you tuning in. If you found anything value out of this, any valuable, like I, it's been served us well, rate and review, man. I And refer any friends that you know of that might, maybe your mother likes to hear about, you know, dents. I think a lot of mothers would, would really enjoy this show, you know, right after Golden Girls, um, you know, or maybe some reruns of Dallas or something, man, a miniseries or whatever. Yeah. You know, crocheting and then PDR podcast, great tie in, but now really on a semi-serious note, please, a pretty much a serious note, re re reviews and referrals are always appreciated if you got any, any value out of this. Thanks so much guys. We'll catch you soon and have a good one. Bye-bye for now.